0: attention we'll see go
1: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of first and last my name is josh and with me this week we have joe hey man and claire
0: hey what up claire you know
1: wearing your coat hugging a pillow drinking a beer
0: this is the dream <laughs> i also have like like hand warmers in my pocket because i was walking zelda earlier and it was mm.
1: it's a little cold zelda's a dog not a princess from hyrule
2: just in case people <laughs> are wondering one dog
0: she is. She's a little cute. She's a pupper. Anyway, but now my like, my pockets are very warm, so I'm going to get nice and toasty and comfortable today. Nice. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're here, too. <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> um, Joe, for the uh, people that have never listened to this show, for some reason, what is
2: First and Last? Uh, we take a TV show, and we watch only the first and the last episode. Nothing in between. Nothing beyond it. No movies. Just the TV show. Correct. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. very succinct. Sometimes the last season has nothing to do with the rest of the show. Unfortunately, (laughs) that is true. (laughs) And I feel like when
0: we we saw Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, that that episode was a movie.
1: The pilot was a movie. Yeah, Yeah. that was.
0: So sometimes movies get thrown in. mm
1: -hmm. I mean, you you weren't there for the end of MASH.
0: I was not, but I heard (laughs) a lot about it and I heard you guys loved it. It
1: was really good, but it was very long. You know? So, you know, movies can go either way. It's a mm-hmm. good way to judge things, just see the beginning and end. Speaking of movies, uh, I watched The Phantom Menace yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. So that's a movie. Cool. <laughs> um. It Well, since Disney Plus is a thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, All up yeah. in there. Oh, my my, gosh. my household is now going through the Star Wars universe. Now, this
2: is podcasting.
1: <laughs> get it? I get it.
2: Are you an angel? <laughs> just the two quotes I know from that movie. <laughs>
1: Every he gets, uh, Anakin gets picked up by like Obi Wan because he's a little kid, and he goes, "Oh!" Like everything that kid says is hilarious. <laughs> like going into knowing, going, it's not a very good movie, mm-hmm. but it's like still Star Wars, so a lot of it's still pretty fun. Yeah. Um. But especially little kid Anakin, it sounds like he's sitting like in on the set, and they say, "Okay, record," and then some dude right off camera goes hey hey obi-wan what's up and then the kid goes hey obi-wan what's up and then like (laughs) just
2: repeating lines
1: i love it too i love it too like it sounds (laughs) like the kid just hears somebody say it and then just says it because he only says like one sentence at a time Mm -hmm. like just enough to just repeat whatever is happening he's really the kid the kid is the best part of this movie (laughs) because it's just terrible child acting
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing, Mo. Uh, I did have a conversation earlier this week with my friend Andrew because both of us equally were annoyed with the whole population of people that we know. Wait, when every wait, what? Because everybody, everybody that we knew know. was bringing up like, what are you watching on a uh, oh Disney Disney? Club? Ooh, no, Disney and Plus. I'm like, how is so much of our lives surrounded by this company? Which, first off, I don't they really like anything Disney. I don't like anything Marvel. I don't mm. like Star I mean, I, I'll see it, but I'm not going to sit down and be like, ooh, Disney's around. I'm going to watch Dumbo. Like, no, yeah, I'm, right. I'm sorry. Also, like, you probably own The Phantom Menace on DVD. Do you not?
1: No, no, no,
0: no. Okay. <laughs> do you own other Star Wars on DVD?
1: I don't own any Star Wars on DVD. I also own, like, four DVDs but because could you, do it's you 2019 know, but do you But do you know streaming.
0: how to find these shows on the internet for free? Oh, of course. So then, why are uh, we having this moment where everyone's like, "I'm going to watch this whole thing"? Because he's now also just
2: all in one spot and and like there. I don't he's, know. He's also not paying for it. I'm also not paying for it. That's and that's a key feature, I think. But it's if not- it's just available to you, sure, I'll check it out.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm not mad about it, except for the fact that. There was a whole weekend of my life you where a everyone mad about it. I okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Maybe I, I was. Get I was walking if my dog, it's being another time walking Zelda, and I was on the phone, I was just like ranting about this, and then I was worried that people would hear me and be like, Man, that girl hates Disney. Like, she's terrible. No, and I, I get that. Person. It's
2: weird that like so many of us, especially millennials, are just like just like S in the D of this giant corporation.
0: Why do you gotta be here? Graphic.
2: saving the date of this oh, okay. giant corporation <laughs> tricked her got her <laughs> um
1: yeah it, it, it's just it's just a new thing and it's like america wide like it just released in here it's just went to australia i think the other day or something like that mm-hmm. um it's just like a really big entertainment thing that happened and when big entertainment things happen people talk about it. it's why people talk about when like a new Marvel movie comes out in theaters because it's the thing that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Brings everybody together and gives people things to talk about.
0: I know. Maybe I'm just like an outsider. It's my own personal problem. Like, uh,
1: like, what if like the PBS (laughs) network stream, (laughs) everything on PBS ever streaming came out?
0: Uh, They, I mean, I do have the PBS like kind of streaming thing, but it is limited. Yeah. But... I don't think that I would ever engage in a deep conversation and I don't think I would like go binge watch a show. Like I don't think I would stop and be like, all right, everybody, it's we got to go watch all the masterpiece classics like this is this is lit. Like, let's go watch Frontline from 1995. Like not going to happen. But I also think I don't watch TV the way normal people do, which is why I'm on this podcast, because I've never seen any of this stuff. And a lot of these people have seen all of this right but maybe not the show we're gonna watch today shocking get uh, ready
2: what a segue claire i know i'm
0: just trying to get back
2: claire picked a very indie show it's like no. not owned by any sort of corporation <laughs> yeah fuck you disney um, you know i think this was on
0: cbs and then was recently like the rights were purchased by abc recently so hmm. she
2: was making the rounds um what show is it
0: designing women Disney
2: designing women. Disney designing women.
0: (laughs) Actually, the the title was supposed to be like about cunning women who are like going against things and Mm -hmm. doing making their own decisions. But it's a pun because well, you'll find out. Do they make clothes? I don't know.
2: See, I feel like you've talked to me about the show before, and now all I can think about. Is that this show is about like a scientist who like creates like women robots. <laughs> oh, that no. face you're making right now <laughs> like, makes oh, it like, no. seem like that's not the show Like though. weird science? Kind of, yeah. And he's like trying to design the perfect woman.
0: You clearly don't listen to me and I don't know how I feel about that.
2: Designing I mean, women robots. Now, when you're talking about uh, just amazing topics such as designing
1: women the TV show. <laughs> But don't turn this podcast off. Uh, we're gonna talk yeah, about it. So it's
2: designing is designing a an adjective. Then it's not a verb. It's designing women that are designing.
0: Um. Well, am I gonna tell you what the show's about? Like now that you've already said. See, this about is scientists. this is why we
2: need to use like people first language because then we could say it's women that are designing designing women is confusing i
0: feel like you're trying to like make fun of people person first language (laughs) and i'm here to be an advocate for that however this show is about to be great i hope i have no idea i I haven't seen it since like 1997
1: i don't want to disrail us from uh designing women Mm -hmm. but what is people first language can you say person
0: first so that would be when you describe the person before you describe say their disability or something about them so a person of color a student with a disability a like so you be josh who is also a man that is balding you're not a bald man see the difference
1: okay so i mean you didn't describe anything about me besides just that my name is josh
0: (laughs) no but like
1: like i thought you meant like oh this is josh he likes reading also he's bald (laughs) No,
0: (laughs) it'd be one thing if I said, so it's like if I called you a bald man, but, or a man who is balding, like you're a man first, you're a person first Mm -hmm. and then you're balding. That's a terrible example, but like I was trying to pick something really fast.
1: Okay. It still sounds mean.
0: (laughs) Well, it's a way to, to take the meanness and still go first with your human the idea i yeah.
1: mean i get it I, I thought i thought maybe it was gonna be like their characteristic. Their are like no, character yeah. traits or like something like good about the, like what they like and dislike or like what they like to do or what they're mm-hmm. interested in the and idea then if you had to describe but i don't know why you'd have to like go yeah. into that much
2: detail it's mostly so you don't just like disregard entire groups of people as just this one thing sure yeah sure
0: and I mean, it, we're working be, on increasing people's understanding of this concept so uh, hopefully this podcast will also.
1: okay that is interesting we had a friend uh we had a <laughs> we had a friend in college um who like i went to college and it was like predominantly white people and then like you know there's a couple people, people who of are color. white <laughs> yeah there was people, people of color who also happened to be white predominantly but then okay. there was also other people who happened to be not white there, mm-hmm. but one of our friends in college, um, he had dreads, but he was also black. Um, and so people would be like, You know, uh, you know, Ben, yeah, the one with the dreads, and it'd be, and there's like t- three people that had dreads, and you're like, <laughs> You know, out of like 1500 people or whatever, it are be like, Yeah, cool, I, I think I know who you're talking about. And you're like, Oh, yeah, like, yeah, he's 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 black and he has dreads, and you're like, can you just lead with that so i know exactly who you're talking about like dreads isn't like it's neither one of those are his defining characteristic but it's just like when there's a group of white kids (laughs) and like two of them have like two people have dreads but one of them happens to be like the black it's like oh that's just easy to quick go now i know you're talking about not like that black kid blah 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 like they're not saying anything bad they're just trying to let you know who it is,
0: okay? But I would say that mostly with person first language, you are using this when you are describing the person. So okay. you would be talking about this would be somebody, like you are in a room and you are trying then, to tell him where Ben is. Like, okay, I am going to use an example that I hate when people use, which, which I can't believe I am going to say out loud because I Don't try not to say this. But Uh-oh. when I'll someone bleep says, the, bleep bleep the whole thing," <laughs> ah, but when someone says a person is autistic, uh-huh. so they'll be like, "He's autistic." <clears throat> Sorry, that was like frustrating for me to say out loud. Mm -hmm. So you would say he's a person with autism, right? So he has a disability, but he's a person first, right? And so using actually like that term autistic to describe someone is not something that is used. But even though I work in this field, Mm -hmm. I still have coworkers, especially frustrating ones, uh, that continue to not understand this because, again, you're trying to not – label this person it'd be like more like you're trying to put a label on someone and that's what they are first before they're human and this happens right. a lot with people with disabilities yeah. i don't know how we just got on Well, that. I mean, like the context G- is very important just,
2: like it happens a lot with people, people.
1: First. yeah it, it makes sense it seems like a really friendly version almost of a uh, mind control <laughs> not, yeah. not not really but it's like you know because both of those things are the same thing in a jedi it, mind trick yeah and if you're not like a like a, a meanie you know you're like like oh like the autistic person over there or mm-hmm. not that the person with autism, like you're just, you're saying like he person and then the thing right, right. instead yeah. of just saying the thing, which <laughs> is like most people I think would just like think the same thing, but mm. it, it's a, it's like a, it's just like a word trick to like, it's
0: a word trick, but it's also like a way of seeing people in the world. Yeah. 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 But I also understand what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I live in this world a lot more than I think normal I mean, people hey, do.
1: I don't care if you're cool. I'll high five you and we'll chill. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever.
0: But anyway.
1: So what caveat, is designing, designing, designing women about? Women. women that are designing. So it went seven <laughs> seasons, 163 episodes, and it looked like it went from 86 to 93.
0: There's also a lot of drama behind the scenes. Like I did a couple Google searches. A lot of People magazine covers in like the 90s which is like the heyday there was like sally jesse raphael which met with all of the leads like there's a lot of drama behind the scenes and they also were competing with uh golden girls was going around but golden girls started after the show and then it was also tied to like murphy brown so this was one of the first shows ever on tv that had a Female writer and had female leads, so that was why it was a huge deal. I
1: didn't know Tina Fey was this old.
0: Tina Fey actually is connected (laughs) to the show, which is weird. And I didn't even make that connection until you just said that. That
1: writer, I I mean, that person who is also a writer, who also writes, you
0: got it. Um, (laughs) I forget her last name, but Linda writes this on a first name basis. I know Linda and I are pretty chill. (laughs) I forget her last name. name.
2: Linda Bloodworth?
0: See, that's probably why he didn't remember <laughs> it. Why did you forget
2: that name?
1: <laughs> Linda Bloodworth Thomason. Yeah, she
0: had a oh, double last name. Yeah, she
1: has a hyphen. And mm.
0: I feel like maybe her husband like was part of her writing team. But Bloodworth. the story of the show... Now, Bloodworth. granted, I've read a couple blurbs, but really I'm going off of my childhood memory because this was on syndication and I would sometimes see it and I remember liking it, laughing about it, and thinking they were very like quirky women. But it's in the South. I think it's in Georgia.
1: Atlanta Georgia
0: okay, I'm right, and there's two sisters, and they are interior designers. This is like an interior designer designing firm
1: I'm already seeing this name pun going on,
0: yes, there we go. we're there, and um these women base are going through and they're living life and they're dealing with problems and drama. There's a lot of episodes of the show that were the uh dealing with the problem of the day, like but in this funny, cunning way. It was also a liberal slant, according to a lot of things that I was reading. However, the main the lead was conservative. So anytime there's an episode where she felt like her character was too liberal and not following her own personal views, they had to promise her in another episode in which she would sing and focus on her voice. Which I do not know how I was gonna get What's tied into the conservative about that. Nope, I don't know. So but the that actress, was her. That was her her trade off.
2: The actress was conservative. Yeah.
0: So the actress herself, oh, as thought, a human, was I conservative. Thought, I thought
2: the character she oh, no, no, played no. was a conservative.
0: The character she played was liberal. So the deal was: anytime you're gonna have my character do something that I don't agree with, as a notable conservative, yeah, you will have to then have an episode in which I will focus my voice and have a song. Sounds do like you-
1: it sounds like this is a person
2: who is.
0: Full of themselves. (laughs) Oh, and that too.
2: Do you know like what things are particular? Because I just feel like the liberal conservative, it probably means something different in like 1986 or whatever this was.
0: Uh, The things that I kept seeing was that there's a lot of ties to the Clintons. Uh Uh-huh. The, um they talk about one of the characters had worked on Clinton's campaign in Arkansas or worked with Clinton. And then there's a part, something about they were trying to get to the inauguration. But I
1: also (laughs) know that
0: they, the the episodes that I can remember that I've actually watched later clips of was they did an episode about AIDS. Mm -hmm. That was a really big deal. And, they actually, like, so the writer's mom was dying of AIDS at the time, I think. I'm not 100% it was the writer. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was Linda. Good old Linda. Bloodworth. But her mom. <laughs> now that
1: becomes a weird last
2: name. <laughs> yeah. Well, so
0: what happened was her mom had had a transfusion and had AIDS mm-hmm. and was dying. And someone had said to her, uh, I don't know the quote. I wish I had this in front of me. Sorry, everybody. I'm going to fail at this. But. Something to the effect of like, well, those people deserve what they like it's all the bad people anyway. Yeah. And that was sort of the token of the episode. However, I have seen clips of it and it was a very awkward episode with like parts of it that were really good and provocative for the yeah. time. Isn't it so good if-
1: to at least know that the majority of America knows that the person that <laughs> said that, oh, those bad people deserve that. Yeah that at least the majority of America knows that
2: that person was on the wrong side of history.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Because <Like>, <laughs> so at so the so time... That, that was, was a probably... conservative
2: viewpoint, is that like the bad people deserve to die.
0: <laughs> well, it was the 80s and Solid 80s. ideology got there. Being
2: conservative <laughs> is not
1: a bad thing. <laughs> it's when it comes equipped with bigotry <laughs> is when <laughs> it becomes a bad but, thing. But,
0: so, from what I remember, there's these ladies... They're hanging out. They're trying to solve the world's problems in a funny way. It's very um, uh, jokey with each other. It's supposed to be very witty. There's also this um, man involved. And I can't... He has like a last name that's I can't remember his last name. But he is like their delivery man. And he comes in and he's really funny. But he's an ex-convict. And he's African-American. And I just remember him being... Really, like a highlight and funny, so I don't remember, and I don't know if he shows up in the beginning of the show, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in the first episode. I have no idea, um,
1: so what I think right now is that there's yeah, like what's gonna two happen? sisters and they're like designers, mm-hmm. like interior designers,
0: I'm or, pretty sure it's interior design
1: um show star oh, let me paint you a picture here of okay. a show I've never heard of before twenty minutes ago, um show opens Mm -hmm. two women fluffing pillows on a couch (laughs) could be (laughs) they're like we did it mr johansson will be very happy with what we've done Mm -hmm. in walks black convict (laughs) man they don't know he's a convict yet but claire does so i'm going with that (laughs) and he's like oh, shoot, this is great. You did a great job. And they're like, this is your house? Whoa. Whoa. Oh. And they're like, yes. And he's like, I like what you guys have done here. Mm. I want to hire you for more work. Yeah. And they're like, cool. And then shenanigans. And then, <laughs> then we meet three or four other women for yeah. some reason.
2: And then the show ends in a high five.
0: Ooh, I really hope there's a high five.
2: I think it's mostly that, except at the end, before they high five, they turn around to reveal the electrical panels in their back because they're all robots. <laughs> so I have a feeling
0: that you guys aren't going to like the show, but I'm going to have a really good time. I know that there's like, a, they're all very u- unique character characteristics and characters. So like there's the sweet one, there's the dumb one, there's the the sexy one there's a smart one hmm. i can't remember who's who but I as a kid i remember who i liked and didn't like and i'm really interested to see if i watch it now if i still feel that way
2: i think i'm the sexy one
0: you are joe
1: <laughs> definitely He's bringing sexy back <laughs> um hey even if we don't like it i'm almost confident that a show from 19 late 1980s is gonna give us things to talk about <laughs> <laughs> So, should we dive into this first
0: episode? Yeah, let's do it. All
1: right, we'll see you after the first episode of Designing Women. Ooh, did I say word?
0: You said it really. uh
1: Designing
0: Woman. (laughs) Okay, now you sound like a Muppet.
1: (laughs) And we're back. We finished the pilot. Uh. Of the first season of Designing Women, I think it might have had a name, actually. It was just called Designing Women. Yeah. okay, hey, I'm they fine with that. That's good. They gave it a name. Um, I got a write-up really quick. Suzanne visits a new gynecologist who is Mary Joe's ex-husband, Ted, and an uproar is created when she announces she is dating him.
2: In this episode, Mary Jo is just called Joe. Hmm. See, that even that description just sounds like a mid-season episode.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> w- yeah, let's get into that right away. As a pilot or a first episode, this didn't do a very good job. You just dropped right
2: in there. Yeah.
1: It was, like, literally, like, it felt like mid-season on any show. It was good and entertaining. Yeah. I thought it was a good episode of TV. I thought it was entertaining, but it was like, who are these people?
0: <laughs> I do feel like I felt like it, I kept skipping a beat, like, I missed what had happened and I need to be really listening hard to figure out what they were talking about. It's also very fast. Their dialogue's fast. It's very quick. Apparently, that's something that I read the way that they wrote this. She wrote it on legal pads. Good old Linda. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of that, they would actually have to sometimes speed up the scenes like later on in editing because to fit in all the content.
1: (laughs) Oh, like literally like times like 105 percent or what it, like you know it
0: sounds like that's what they had to do they had to kind of like make it faster and some scenes when i was listening to them i'm like hold on like i was i even told you guys to be quiet a couple times because i like was like i can't i can't figure out what they're saying
2: yeah. so help me out who who are the characters what do they do
1: how do they know each other uh, well i mean i got all the characters names okay and the actresses actors who play them <laughs> um there's gene smart who mm-hmm. plays charlene who very topical right now she's In the new Watchmen show on HBO. Mm -hmm. She's lovely and fantastic. And she's a national treasure. Mm -hmm. Um, So
0: she is like, I feel like, the secretary of this design firm.
1: uh, Yeah, I don't know what they're all. She's not a designer.
0: She's there. She was like dealing with the mail, dealing with the bills, dealing with the phone calls. So she's the secretary of the design firm.
1: All four of these women all work at this company right
0: yeah which looks like a house feels like a house Mm -hmm. but it's clearly not
1: just someone's house
0: no because they talk about it like it's the office
1: well i mean you know
0: but maybe they live all all live there
1: i don't know i don't think they all live there but i bet it's one of their houses i kind of feel like it is but
0: which person are you talking about next
1: um delta burke who is suzanne
0: so delta burke is suzanne suzanne is the sibling of the person who started this design firm and Suzanne was a former beauty queen.
1: Suzanne was the one that went out with Ted, who's married Joe's ex-husband. Okay. Um and Mary Joe would be Annie Potts. Mm-hmm. Um I recognized at least well, facially like I recognized Gene Smart and Annie Potts the most. The other two looked like mildly familiar to me, but I feel like I could place those those other two. Women. What's
2: Annie Potts from?
1: Um I d- I can't like I can't pl- I guess I can't place her in in a thing, mm-hmm. but she God she's in like it's not it's not Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think it's it's something like that. I'm gonna look it up.
2: Annie but, Potts. Annie Potts, but not for me. <sighs> it's a Ben folds.
1: I reference. know. I, got
0: you. <laughs> I. She's a brick. Uh. I forgot that people couldn't see my face.
1: Um, and then there is Dixie Carter who played Julia.
0: So Julia is the head designer. Oh wait,
1: Annie Potts wasn't Ghostbusters. Give it up, suckers. <laughs> okay, there I you go. Right.
0: What I was Dixie's like, last name? She was the, Carter.
1: Oh, Annie Potts was the, she was the she was the she was the um uh, what's it called the secretary in oh, Ghostbusters? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's who Annie Potts
2: was. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. I like that. I was like, how can you place her? Uh, I don't think I can place her. Mm. But I, you I, I, I think about Ghostbusters, and then I looked it up, and literally that's her number one bill is Ghostbusters. And so- she's also used, apparently in Pretty in Pink. Um,
2: Annie Potts, Annie
0: Potts. She was
1: Bo Peep in Toy Story 4, apparently. No, oh. But, yep.
0: I was surprised there's not more things that I would have known her from. But, okay. Um, Annie Potts, though, so she is like a hired designer. She's not related to uh, Dixie Carter, which is Julia. Yep. So, Julia and Suzanne are sisters. And Julia is the kind of the head of this design firm. Is
1: Julia the one who you were describing as being like, quote unquote, the main character who's conservative in real yes. life?
0: So Dixie Carter is conservative in real life. She's the main Carter or the main character, Julia. When, Sorry, I read her last name when, as I was saying. When
1: you describe one of these women is a conservative in real life, and I read the names Jean, Delta, Dixie, and Annie, <laughs> and I went,
2: <laughs> oh, well, Dixie's the one. Yeah, like. Dixie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Annie's the only one that was born not in the South. That was apparently a big fun fact I kept reading online. Who is? Annie Potts okay, was born yeah. in Seattle, Washington. I would guess
2: that by the name. Yeah.
0: Um... But so
2: these uh, all four of these women work at this design firm? Yes. D- did one of them start it or something? So
0: it was Julia's design firm, I th- from what I understand. And I know that Suzanne, so apparently she gets all these monies from the guy she's been married to. She gets a lot of alimony. Yeah. So she doesn't, I think, do a lot of work, but I think that she helped fund the design firm. and
2: it's an interior design firm
0: interior design that's what they were talking about at the beginning scene they're trying to show us that is that a of.
2: thing that exists now? yes yeah
0: oh my gosh yes oh yeah oh do you yeah. not yes have you
2: never watched
1: HGTV? <laughs> <laughs> like i just pointed
0: out like on netflix there's like the interior design star war thing there's all kinds of that stuff
1: Interior de- Yeah. Interior you, design Star Wars. Yeah, cool. Don't you know about Interior Design Star Wars? Okay, there's no Star
0: Wars. <laughs> it's not on Disney Go or whatever that shit's called. You
1: no, know, you're thinking about HBO Plus.
0: Okay. Episode That's That's four. Don't know, man. Some
2: new drapes.
0: But uh
2: Disney
1: Prime. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but it seems like Annie Potts' character Mary Jo... She's like the divorcee, hard work, working woman who needs this job. She needs to make this money. She needs to get these accounts. How did you get
1: like any of the other stuff besides she's divorced through this episode? Or did, did you, just did you know not this? see the
0: beginning? You were eating pizza. I don't know if that's what you're distracted about, but she walked in and was explaining how like she needed this. And then like also when Delta is talking about things with alimony. And so that's Suzanne. Delta, and. Suzanne all of the things in the past, all of the other women were mad at Annie being like, why didn't you take his money from this gynecologist guy, Ted? It was very much implied that she didn't have the funding that she needed and she talked about being basically a single mom, which I'm sure in 1986 was not something that, it's like the divorce rates were just starting to creep up in the 80s, right? We're finally starting to not make women stay with these terrible men. Not saying that men didn't stay with terrible women either. So,
2: uh. well, and there was also they were talking about a client they had, and they're like, "Ooh!" And they're an interracial couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did catch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: Harry Belafonte, who yeah. is that? And like, he's
2: an actor and singer. Yeah, uh, I thought he was a singer. Right? Is he a white guy? Um, no, he's black. Okay. Uh, the banana song. They like come oh, on, we wanna go home. That's you a... like
0: peanut bananas. <laughs> Wait, those are two different songs, but <laughs> okay. like, keep on singing, guys.
2: But yeah, the joke about that I'm was Banana like,
0: split in the rain. Yeah,
2: totally into interracial stuff, as long as it's Harry Belafonte. I
0: didn't get the joke. I didn't think it was funny. There was a lot
2: of jokes... That I did not understand Well, I mean, oh. yeah I think they, like, mentioned a
1: couple other people Like, that, and they referenced people And I think, at one point, Claire, you're like, who is that? And I was like, anybody they reference, We're not gonna understand who they are mm-hmm. Like, for the most part Because it's, like, 86 So they're referencing people that are, like, in their prime Probably four or five years even before that mm-hmm. So, like, we're, we've all not been born yet By the, we, like, we've been born at the start of the show We're alive mm-hmm. As humans speaking these microphones
2: but we weren't born for these prime people in the 80s, really. Sure, but I feel like even not like specific references, but just like, just certain jokes about things that I was just like, is that just like a cultural reference I don't get, or like, do you have an example of that? There was one where um, there's a man who goes to talk to them at this like restaurant where they're at. Radon. Oh, Raydon. I was like, Raydon. I don't know why I wanted to call him Arty. Um, and then so they tell him off. Essentially, like tell him to buzz off, and then he was like, Cool, I'm gonna go make some phone calls. And then there's a laugh, and then they're like, What was that a reference to something? Oh, yeah, because oh, like,
0: Josh explained it.
1: I don't think that's a reference, I just think that's showing that he's a shitty dude that doesn't understand what they
2: want him to go away. That's like what
0: happens away. with creepy men. Oh,
2: because he said, I'm gonna go make a phone call and come back. Yeah, and they are like, like, You
0: have your girl time, I'll be back because I'm gonna stay being creepy. Yeah,
1: obviously. So you don't get that, Joe. Maybe because you're, <laughs>
0: you have a penis.
1: No, no, no. You don't get it. Maybe because you're not a horribly creepy man. I get it because I'm not creep anymore. No, but um. if you were, but even if you were a
0: horribly creepy man, you'd be like, well, that guy is doing the right thing, right? The the joke about that, though, again, I think that this is probably why this show lasted for as long as it did. Is it's joking about shit that women have to deal with that typically is not discussed in shows in the 80s and then this seems like you know then Murphy Brown shows up and then there's also the Golden Girls where they're Murphy actually Brown's talking the no <laughs> I she know, I'm just yes so but... the
2: joke so the joke is that he says don't worry i get the picture i'll be back after this where he actually doesn't get the picture yeah and the
1: picture is The the subtext is go away. We don't want you here at all. Uh And he was like, "Cool, I'll be back later." No, but
0: you're women, so like you want my attention.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And like they, they set that one up like really deep, Joe. And I'm kind of sad that you didn't catch it, but maybe you just don't know how creepy men are, which is a thing.
2: I I also think it's just like a difference of um, like culture and humor from 30 years ago. Right, the show's about 30 years old. Yeah. I think it's just like a type of joke delivery that, um, I don't know, may- might have been delivered differently <laughs> this this year. What
0: I didn't understand about this show and the joke that was the whole episode was the fact that Suzanne...
1: Was someone's friend goes, was so terrible.
0: <laughs> goes to a new gynecologist, which, number one, going to your friend's ex husband. For a service is kind of weird, right? So, like, if I had a friend...
1: Cervix. Oh, my gosh.
0: Okay. <laughs> See,
2: I get that joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See? That's a 2019 <laughs> joke, not a 1986
0: but, joke. number one, <laughs> to even then date your doctor and, like, think that that's appropriate, that's gross. So, like, she goes to this doctor, has a consultation with him, and clearly there's some slut shaming in here. She gets around. She's had a lot of husbands. She's like loose and having fun that's suzanne or something like that i don't i mean it's that i mean at minutes. least her
1: friends are making fun of her and not just some random person was like hey you're a slut <laughs> i don't
0: know it, like there's a couple times where like they fall and called her a whore and i was just like that's a little that's a little no julia was
1: just talking about her appetizers hors d'oeuvres
0: <laughs> oh that's what <when> it was <laughs> Okay. Anyway.
1: No, I agree with you fully. But, like,
0: the <laughs> yeah. fact that Suzanne goes and knows that this is her friend's ex and then is like, oh, i mean going like, just go on dates. It's fine, right? Like, that is... And I don't know if that's something that happened in the 80s or if that was, like, appropriate or, like, people... Like, clearly was terrible. Number one, he is your doctor. Number two, he's your friend's well, ex.
1: he's your doctor is a very loose statement. She went to see, like...
0: Have you ever been to a gynecologist? Well, no,
1: no, I'm saying. Okay. No, I just wasn't sure but if I'm, you like know that works. Why would I have gone to? A
0: gynecologist? <laughs> I know that's what um, I'm saying.
1: What I'm saying like someone being someone I wouldn't call anybody your doctor if you went to see somebody one time. Do because I, but because do you know you
0: would, how it works with a kind of like I'm just
1: i I know what they're looking at, you know, but like I'm just saying like she would go one time and then you'd probably go, I'm going to keep going or I'm not going to keep going to this person. You know, you haven't decided yet. So she went, went like this dude, not going to, he's not going to be my doctor anymore. He's going to be my, my baby boot.
0: No, that was weird and gross. I mean, you're you're just caught up on the fact that
1: it's a gynecologist. But if she was a general, he was a general practitioner. I would also
0: be like, because she's not going after him for his intelligence and smarts and his charm. It's also tying back to the fact that this character is like trying to get someone's money.
1: Well, this character is a terrible, horrible person who's not a good friend who I don't know. if I feel like this is the what's that? What's that? Is that Gossip Girl where that dude like rapes people and then like he's their best friend? I saw that one too. Like, I mean, he's not, she's, she's not on that guy's level, but she's like just doing shitty things to her like best friends and then being like, you're fine. It's fine. (laughs) And then like, what, in four episodes, we're just supposed to think like, Suzanne's just part of the gang. But like in episode one, I found out that Suzanne is a piece of shit. Like really. Okay. <laughs> like that's I a... do
0: find that the humor with uh Charlene's character was my favorite. She had the best Charlene was the best. Like lines. Like it was when they were all sitting around having quote unquote girl talk before that radon showed up that um Suzanne was telling them like, Oh, I'm with Ted and he's great. Is and Radon then...
1: something that builds up and kills you like like carbon monoxide? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It exactly.
2: gives you cancer. <laughs> okay.
0: Joe, we got to get that checked. Got to anyway, get it checked. Okay, th- that's in houses. But, uh, <laughs> so Suzanne was saying something like, Ted will never hurt me. And then Charlene's like, no, but I would. And I was like, dang, girl, I like it. And then it was something like, Ted's asked me to marry him. And then Charlene's like, check. Like, just ignores it and, like, moves on with the situation. Charlene's
2: and not going to deal with this shit.
0: Charlene was by far the best. We you I forgot think?
2: that that was, like, a plot point that, like, there's like talk of marriage already.
0: Yeah, they're fully getting married, and then she invite. So wasn't it Suzanne just invites him over to the designing women house yeah, situation?
1: Charlene's a terrible person,
0: but then they had like the long or conversation, no, Charlene, and all that Mary Jo wanted was for him to be like, because she basically had spent all of her time while he was in grad school, like funding his life
1: mm-hmm.
0: with which is like she
1: supported m- his dreams and put hers on hold which is
0: what my mother's whole like big like hang up is with my dad so like I felt connected to this very 80s story mm. but
1: um hey many many people do it. I I have a friend who's like his wife has like a big like dream and he's just like literally the like he's like oh what's a like What do you what are your aspirations? And he's like, ah, whatever, like just to support whatever she wants to do, like as long as like her dreams are being good. I'm cool.
0: Well, that's really cool. But it also (laughs) sounds like in this situation, Ted was like cool with her supporting him. And then once he got to be at the level of success where he could get other women to be attracted to him, he was more into that.
1: Well, it just didn't seem like Ted appreciated her at all.
0: Yeah. But even when she was so like that whole conversation was weird when they're like doing the back and forth because they also have children and like it made me like wonder about the eighties and like how things were, but terrible. She was trying the to internet. get him to say like that she mattered and that what she did was worth it and that she was important and to say thank you and he's just like, I hear you, but that's really hard. I have to think about it and it was just like what a what a terrible person. That
1: was the that
2: was the point. What a terrible person! <laughs>
0: but then it was like Suzanne doesn't want to marry him now. I didn't get that. But
2: oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get how that wrapped up at all.
1: It's because anyway. Suzanne is a dumb, fickle person who like jumps to conclusions and then decides that, like, oh, I don't think I want to do that, even though like I was gung ho about it five minutes ago. She's gonna be gung. If you watch the show, I guarantee you, Suzanne's gonna be gung ho about things like all the time, and then just drops them. That's just what she does. I guarantee it.
0: I might, I might see episode two. I feel like episode end of the, whatever a hundred whatever is going to be not anywhere near where this episode is at the beginning.
2: I feel like it's going to be better. You think it is? Because it'll be six years closer to me getting the jokes.
0: <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> Oh, remember when they cursed in the show? Not everything
2: Joe is saying. There are
1: 80s jokes, and everything (laughs) is built a lot differently. I mean, you know, I got more than Joe got, but I'm just more worldly. So that's different,
2: you know? (laughs) I just feel like it'll lean more into once it gets a swing of things and decides that it's a feminist show, it'll lean more into that. I feel like they're still trying to get the swing of this in this episode because even though it's, like, starring four women, it's still – The crux of it is, like, they're fighting over this man.
0: But this is, like, a weird time for feminism. Because at this point in time with feminism, it's like... Post bra burning and feminism is like very not feminine and very not into this stuff mm-hmm. and not southern necessarily. I mean, I don't want to like put all southern feminism people in
1: a box. is southern mm-hmm. and I will not have you say no, anything but I different. think that
0: this is showing you that feminism isn't necessarily like this word that, that had kind of been like labeled at the time, but it's like the act of being a feminist, the act of having your own goals and aspirations and like not having to listen to a man first. So it's like this This show is feminism in action versus feminism with the title feminism. And I think that if you asked the writer of this show in 1986, is this show a feminist show? They would probably would have said no. Mm-hmm. But now with our current lens, we look back and we're like, oh, that's very feminist. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's interesting how over time that changes. Anyway feel like we got really deep in this episode guys we just anybody got a joke no everybody just turned off the pot i'm so sorry
1: um i mean i i lulled during this episode and i thought it was fine but
2: like it wasn't a very good first episode yeah yeah. it was a different time for pilots and stuff too like People aren't just watching stuff from the beginning, so there's a little bit of just, like, just make this feel like a normal episode. I mean,
1: it, it is, like, the time when I'm like, oh, Designing Women's on tonight. Oh, well, my son's got a ball game, so mm-hmm. I can't go, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And so I'll yeah. literally never see this episode of TV ever again. Yeah. Possibly. Like, that's their thoughts, you know?
0: That's so interesting, we think, because it's more of, like, the ratings, and I don't know if this is true. I probably need to watch some shows or read some books, but... It's more of like who will actually turn in like those Nelson ratings and like who's show- seeing it that second is going to decide like if it's kept on that night or, yeah. or that time. And like I do think that when I was reading about the show they had canceled it for a little bit after the first season. Mm-hmm. But they had this like concern viewer group that wrote like 15,000 letters to bring the show back. So it was like canceled for a month and then it got brought back. Um and then move to monday nights because it was all about the night they kept trying different nights of the week for it could you also imagine that i feel like now they set up the the shows and it's like every tuesday you're gonna see king of the hill or whatever
1: the night's a big deal on tv even now like it's gotta have a good night there's there's time slots that like you put a tv show in and it's just doomed for failure because that's not when people watch tv mm-hmm.
0: well and that's what happens to the show season seven it got moved to the death slot on friday night
1: oh
2: friday night yeah it's
1: tough unless you were the x-files and then you had 20 million people watching. that it every thrived friday. on a friday oh yeah it's crazy that was a friday show well it was one of the best shows ever made so that's why i did great hmm.
0: huh, fun dun, fact dun, 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 dun. that was a good episode of this pod go back and listen <laughs> I thought you
2: were saying this episode right now like, Hey guys, this is good, good episode, uh, Make sure when you finish no. it, re-listen like to this Like and subscribe
0: No, I'm saying like season one episode whatever Of X-Files Anywho uh,
1: what, are,
0: what are these predicts? I want to know What you got?
1: Well, apparently you know about all these people that aren't in the show So you've like cheated in your okay. predictions
0: I do need to say that there <laughs> is some major drama With um, Delta Burke in this show and she ended up getting kicked off the show because of her behavior by the rest. of the, They had a vote and it was like, should we bring her back? And everyone voted no. But then there was all of these shows about that and they thought it was because she got, she gained weight because she got married and that there's like a lot of drama about that. But it ended up just being because she was terrible and they would have to write two scripts for every episode to like be like, is she going to show up or not? And uh, the whole cast voted Man, did her did people
1: off. sign contracts back then? <laughs> um, I don't
0: know, but it felt like Survivor, and that's a... So you're saying
1: is Suzanne's not in this Suzanne show Suzanne won't be
0: in it, but let's hear what your prediction All is. All right,
1: well, let's uh, quickly rewrite number <laughs> you three. You can. You can do that. Um, so number one, I think Mary Jo and Todd, are Ted, are remarried.
0: Ooh. Woof. Yeah, hope not.
1: I think some of the ladies. Wait,
0: who was the guy that played Todd?
1: Scott Bakula.
0: That's right.
1: He was in Quantum Leap and also Star Trek Enterprise.
0: You got so pumped when he watched. Oh, Scott
1: City. Bakula. Um, he's a good. He's he's a good actor. He was a, he acted as a bad person in this <laughs> episode, but he's a good actor. Um, I don't have any thoughts on him in real life because I don't know anything about him. <laughs> um, Scott Bakula's fine. Some of the ladies <laughs> own a different business or they have expanded this design business into kind of something completely different. So okay. I, th- I think
0: it, are they still on the show though or is it just like
1: I mean, that's not part of my prediction, but I thought I would I thought yes, they're in the show that like maybe they're doing like uh like maybe more they do interior design now. Maybe they're doing like art stuff or like run a post office, I don't know. <laughs>
0: post office.
1: um i think julia sings in this episode
0: <laughs> i hope so yep she clearly like needs to Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> to do that
1: um and then we we didn't talk about this character so there, the the guy anthony who's in yeah, the show he's not in it he wasn't in this first episode at all so i'm gonna put anthony mm-hmm. into where i put suzanne in my prediction and i'm gonna say anthony is going on a trip okay <laughs> there okay
0: go. i like it i like the way you like pinch hit that
1: um yeah i mean i don't know what you guys thought about your predictions but i mean i just assume this show is going
2: to be just wildly different it was yeah, hard I to make predictions different. yeah it's a 1993 show who knows um i also have julia sings because i think <laughs> 1986 or 1993 they're Love. singing um,
0: you guys are smarter than me uh
2: mary joe is wearing a dope vest in this first episode and yeah, i think there's is. another dope vest in this that bolo finale.
0: tie though
1: dude i feel like what she was wearing was super ridiculous but probably on point for 1986 they like won <laughs> yeah, pretty trendy.
0: awards for their hair styling and costuming oh, yeah. and they look terrible yeah,
1: i'm into it um but great.
2: it's 93 so i think there's a clinton reference mm. some, some reference to clinton um, and then I think they're trying to expand the show and maybe try to do some sort of spin off. So I think there's uh they go into space. <laughs> I like can't wait
0: to tell you some fun facts. Can't space fun.
2: episode. Designing space. That's it. That's four.
0: Oh, okay, my turn. Um, I think that they're gonna say bitch because they oh. said it in this episode. They're gonna say
2: fuck. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> gonna it. Whoa. This
0: pod is not for kids. No, I think they're gonna say the B word. Um, I think that Dixie is gonna be, which is Julia, is gonna be moving to California because she's like such a hot interior designer, and that's California or something. There's so
2: many interiors to design over there. California, right? it's so hot right now. California, so hot right now. they've okay. been in a drought since
1: 1986.
0: So. <laughs> um, I think that they're gonna be throwing a party at the Designing Women house slash shop slash whatever that thing is. And what I'm really hoping is that the wicker chair is still in the studio. There's like this huge wicker chair, I very eighties style. Was I I, well, that the whole
1: thing they were standing around right at the very first?
0: Charlene sits in it, and okay. it's got the big wicker behind her. I need that to still be in the show. All right. If it's gone, I'm gonna be devastated. But if
1: it's still there, I mean, it held up well then. <laughs> right,
0: I know, but I want. And if they're interior designers and they don't change their interiors, yeah, I don't right. Know. But. That worker chair. Well, share. that's why
1: they expanded and changed their business. Oh, so, okay. Yeah.
0: But maybe it's in space California. Space designers. In no, oh, California.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe it was in the space, or space. section of yeah. California.
0: Was space big in the early 90s?
1: Space has always been big. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's actually really and In funny. fact, it's ever expanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it. All
1: right. Um, now that we're done with Science Corner, let's get to <laughs> the finale of Designing Women called Designing Space. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> It'd be so good. Um, but we'll see you after the final episode. I'm here with uh, Claire and Joe. <laughs> We're done with uh, designing the women. The women have been designed.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Designing they, parentheses they, of the women. They've designed the hashtag worst uh, show ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I feel like I've seen worse, but that was that that was not what I was going for tonight. That did not hit no, out of the park. It, it, I uh, no.
1: It was funny. Um, it well it first started out with a surprise two parter episode last ep. I mean, they're they're short episodes, so it really was just like a normal like forty minute look. Okay, episode. Josh.
0: Again, you gotta like blast it onto the whole podcast listening that I didn't do my research well enough.
1: Gotta do your research.
0: I did, but anyway, I but guess I didn't do but it but enough.
1: Didn't um and then yeah so so that it was called gone with the whim mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i got a little write-up if you <laughs> want to do that part oh
0: yeah do the write-up it looks a little long
1: that's fine it's a couple couple sentences we can all handle it with sugar bakers in such bad financial shape we don't know why we just know that they're in bad financial shape the ladies are grateful when bj gets them a job redecorating a house that resembles the great home from gone with the wind until they find out that the new lady of the house plans to rip out the grand staircase and per- replace it with an escalator. To make matters worse, BJ finds out that their client is trying to take over Potite, is that what it's called? Potite Industries and plans to give sugar bakers to his young bride, Kiki, renaming it Kiki Bakers. With Julia continuing to fight to save the antebellum Kearney mansion, BJ struggles to save Sugar Bakers and Potite Industries from a takeover from the Kearneys. However, despite their efforts, Kiki Kearney announces her new plans for Kiki Bakers. Lester Kearney um, announces that the purchase of Potite Indus- Industries is complete and the modernizing of the mansion gets underway. Anthony and the women are fired for insubordination. Craig, a friend of Mary Jo's, stumbles on some embarrassing news about the Kearney's illegal financial activities and potite industries and sugar bakers are saved from the takeover. There's a lot of movie magic in that last sentence, but they were just like Craig. Oh, by the way, was um, the guy who played Putty in Seinfeld, um, Elaine's reoccurring boyfriend or the tick in the 2001 live action uh, version of the tick.
0: Joe was like, looking him up. Did you have anything you wanted to add about that? He's just
2: a very handsome man and he looks very familiar. And I was trying to place where I'd seen him, but I have never seen any of the things that he's been in.
1: Seinfeld and the Tick.
2: Yeah.
0: You've never seen Seinfeld? I mean,
2: I've seen Seinfeld, but that's not something
1: I would be in. Like, that's the guy from Seinfeld. There's eight, there's a hundred episodes of Seinfeld and he's in like,
2: what, ten? I feel like I've seen him in something small, like a commercial or something. Oh, he's I'm definitely sure. been in commercials, yeah. yeah. He
0: also, like, typically in show, like, well, at least, okay. Seinfeld he plays like the dumb guy
1: and he plays the dumb guy in this he one plays too a
0: dumb g- he plays and, like the same character and in from his tic, Seinfeld he's
1: like the dumbest man really oh yeah It takes very dumb
0: that. okay yeah but so he was fun
1: he's in it I love him I love him he does play the same character but it, you know some people get typecast for a reason it's because they're very good at and the, there's some other scenario. new
0: characters like BJ like I recognize these actresses <laughs> I
1: wrote BJ dash she's an annoying character
0: no, but she's an actress. I should look these people yeah, up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um about. I don't know who BJ was, but she was in there. There was Jane Hooks. Um she was Carlene. She was essentially like she seemed like the person that just became um like Suzanne and Charlene like kind of put Mixed. together. Yeah. yeah. She kind of became the two that girls that left sugar baker she became that one so
0: that's jan hooks
1: that's jan hooks but she was in third rock coneheads and batman returns like jan hooks has been in some shit mm-hmm. like she yeah, she's gr- on snl yeah and, okay yeah and she's great yeah. I, I like jan hooks um and then the other girl there was another older lady um named alice uh, ghostly i think is her name and she played some uh, the old lady named bernice and basically she was just like the old character that like didn't give a crap and just gave dope one-liners
2: yeah, definitely just a one-liner machine. Yeah,
1: she was just a one-liner machine, but it was funny. She
0: mm-hmm. did win the Emmy nomination for Best Supporting Actress in which, a comedy series in 1992 for Designing Women.
1: Which she? Uh, Bernice. Bernice. Did. Oh, Alice
0: Ghostly. Alice Ghostly? Ghostly. And I feel like she, yeah, totally deserved that. Um, she was funny. If we go back to... Uh, BJ Mhm. That's Judith Ivy.
1: Okay, who is she? I, so I kind of I recognized her but I didn't I couldn't place Judith
0: her. Judith Ivy has been in some movies in the 980s. I feel like she's like someone I've seen before but now I'm looking at these and I'm like I don't know these. Let me let me see if there's a little info on her on the Wikipedia. But she's funny. It's like it's interesting those women are all like women that have like a similar style. Which is like that sunny... S- oh, so she was in the Glass Menagerie and theater stuff. I read
1: that book in eighth grade, but that's about all I know. Eighth about grade? The glass. I think so. I think so when we okay. loved, read he's, the Grass Menage. He's very advanced. We, um, we call it the G-Mash. So
0: she was in uh, <laughs> Brighton Beach Memoirs, Miles from Home, Compromising Positions, Harry and Son, The Woman in Red, Sister, Sister, in country, like T and Tamara, no difference.
1: Sister, oh sister. well, then I don't know any of the things you just okay. said. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna keep going. Hello again, the lonely guy. There's there goes the neighborhood. The devil's advocate. What Alice found and flags of our fathers.
1: So I've heard of the devil's advocate was like a movie in the late 90s, right? But I've never seen it. So. She also
0: appeared on Will and Grace. If you watched that show,
1: never heard of it. She has <laughs> had she's
0: had some moments on Grey's Anatomy, which I love. Uh, person of interest, white collar, nurse, Jackie, big love, law and order SVU. Who hasn't been on law and order SVU? Joe. That's true.
1: Yes. Yeah. Both me and Claire have <laughs> been prominent in an episode. Um, you guys talk about that all the time. Yeah. Episode 910, <laughs> I think she was yeah, in bragging.
0: buddies with Dave Chappelle. I don't know what that is. BJ is. Yeah. Cool. Um, but I think that. I don't know. She's definitely someone I recognize, and I don't think it was from the show. But right. I don't recognize any of these things that she was. In. I don't
1: reckon. I recognize a lot of these people, and I don't. Re- I wouldn't recognize any of these people from this show. Mostly because mm-hmm. I don't think I. I don't think I've seen the show ever.
0: But what I think is kind of interesting for me is, as much as this, this episode did not hit it out of the park for me, it was interesting to see like all of these women kind of came, who were really funny really good actors and actresses and all of that
1: but also make kind of a bad episode of TV. Well, I mean
0: that no, that's that's its own moment like that could be a lot of things. The last episode they're trying to do Gone with the Wind, which is gross. They're dealing with the 90s style issues and trying to close up the show. But they're all like they came through this sitcom and they're all women that have had careers or were in the middle of a good career. And it's kind of cool to see them be together and acting together. Like, they're a good cast together. Like, they make a good ensemble. Right.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, it's kind of 50-50 with some of these women that uh, some of them were big and on the rise, like, while the show was becoming new. And some of these women kind of became, are, like, big and whatever near the end of it. Like, I think Jan Hooks is, had a bigger career after 93 when this was done. Yeah. But, like, Annie Potts is in, like, Ghostbusters in, like, 84. So, she was already, like, in, like, one of the biggest movies in America before the show even started. So, it is interesting. Yeah, like, they're everyone's kind of on a different, a, 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 a different wavelengths. Like, they're all, like, noticeable, though. There's very few people on the show that are like, oh, I know. You wouldn't say, oh, I don't know. I know that person.
0: But I would say that Anthony was one of my favorite characters. He was great. He was great. And they knew. Bummer him. that
1: he was not in the first episode.
0: Yeah, no, right? Um But yeah, overall I it didn't feel like they wrapped up the show. It didn't feel like they wrapped up the characters. It didn't like give me any I don't know. It wasn't f- super fun.
1: My theory on this was that so they did this gone with the wind thing where they Pretty much every main character had their own, like, spotlight as Scarlet from Gone with the Wind. And this is very, like, on the staircase. And they, like, flash to everybody having their own moment. And I'm just like, this is the last, like, two-parter episode. They're trying to just, like, give everybody, like, a spotlight moment. Yeah. But in no way does it have any effect on, like, it's not like a, I'm going to let you say goodbye you know, we're yeah. gonna end the show, and I'm gonna let you say goodbye. They maybe and maybe it's a sign of the times, you know, and it's not just how TV works anymore in the 2000s and the 2010s, uh, the 10th, What did we call? What is it called, Joe? Teen 2010s. Yeah. The aughts and the teens. The twenty teens. The, te- the teenies. Um, It's not how it's not how TV works, and I mean, I think it's not. I think there's a reason why T V has like there's a cat if people can hear there's a cat eating in here. Um
0: Everybody knows this about random Pete. crunching.
1: Everyone loves Pete. Um it goes it goes Pete, Spaghetti Jim, Joe, you, Claire Me. You just shamed him into leaving. <laughs> yeah. He, he like left half his dinner. <laughs> he's just like fine, oh, I'm he's, out. He's been it's it's like ten thirty. He's been eating that since six thirty. <laughs> so he's a grazer. Yeah, he grazes. Um, he likes snacks, not full meals. <laughs> um, but maybe there's a reason why TV has like grown from like being very story driven and like having very like clear beginning and ends, doing this to where it's gone from in like the eighty, way before that, but like this example is late 's to early '90s, where like it's just kind of like this is just a show and it starts when it starts and it ends when it ends and it's like there's no. There's no act system, you know? There's no Mm -hmm. beginning, middle, and end to, like, TV shows back then. Like, even Seinfeld that started in the early 90s when it ended in the early 2000s, because Seinfeld in, like, 2001 or something like that, I think it was somewhere right there. But whenever Seinfeld had ended, they actually, like, ended the show. Could you imagine if they just had an last episode of Seinfeld and it was just, like,
2: Oh, that was we, also... went, we
1: went to the shop but it was it's still just a sitcom and this is just still a sitcom last episode of Seinfeld was a gone with the wind yeah people would have been f- f- <laughs> like flipping out and that's only like less than 10 years after this show ended and now shows that end are on today there's like shows that don't end with like a story like people are mad because Game of Thrones didn't end correctly but it still at least had an ending and like it ended stories with people. But, like, where this show was just, like, let's do a Gone with the Wind show. And that'll be the last one.
2: It's interesting because the way that this show is regarded, and at least from, like, the stuff I've read about it, is that, like, it wasn't just, you know, just a show like that. And, like, they had, like, serious moments and, like, the AIDS stuff. So it is surprising for them to just kind of come in and out like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You no comments on this I,
0: I just think that there's <laughs> probably so many better episodes of the show that we didn't get to see because yeah. we only watched first and last. And I get that that's the purpose of this podcast, but I'm feeling like I'm not... I was hoping we would do first and last, and I would scratch this itch of like, oh, there was this funny show that I watched a couple episodes of when I was a kid, and it would be cool to like go back and like see it. And I didn't see any of that show. Mm-hmm. I got to see
1: an rely, hour
0: of other stuff which is fine
1: you can't rely on nostalgia to keep you through the, the i know the bad times, but, <laughs> uh, well, but like the first like i mean we've been a little hard on this like the first episode in itself was like a good episode of tv though like it was a good show it wasn't a very good pilot to tell yes. you who these characters were and what this show was about like I don't have a clue. All I knew about the first episode was that this show's about, like, a bunch of sassy ladies that aren't taking no guff from dudes. Like, you know? like And they also have a business. But, like, not not a whole lot of, like, real, like, stuff. And then the last episode was they, like, gone with the wind. Like, and apparently it's over.
0: Well, and they can call out racism, like, which I thought was kind of cool. But then they continue to, like, play into it. So that wasn't very
2: cool. It's the South, so, you know.
0: oh why do we have to well i mean
1: we don't have like whatever so i mean you know like they once again like they're using comedy to to like with that part with the racism part like i didn't find any problem with any of what they did there because they were like joking with it there was it's not like it was just a bunch of white people doing it like there was black actors that were obviously okay with what they were doing or they wouldn't have like acted in it probably and they they Ray like they made fun. They were making fun of all of it. They weren't like no, making being I, I do think it.
0: that what they were trying to do is they were trying to give you both perspectives. They they definitely played into Anthony saying, Yeah, this was cool for you, but I would be cleaning up after you and it would really suck, right? Yeah. It would really yeah. suck to be a black person in the South and like we're sitting here glorifying this gone with the wind moment. So Yes, I have to say it was great that they did that.
2: So, what did you have a problem with? know yeah, what's the issue? I
0: think it was just the fact I'm just uh, I'm t- I'm sick of glorifying the South and this time. And I get it, like, cool, they can spend out of these 44 minutes, they can spend five minutes of it saying this was bad, but they're still spending the rest of the time saying what a beautiful time in life this was and imagining if they could live in it. And it's like we've got to get past that
2: yeah so they do a gone with the wind flashback and then the one black character is like hey that was pretty messed up though huh and they're like yeah sure and then they go to another gone with the wind flashback yes.
0: <laughs> i think that's where and i'm like back you into, guys like, a clearly, butler outfit. They clearly <laughs> knew that it was not cool but again i i don't think that this would be made now I mean might find I,
1: out, think, I think it could I think oh. this could totally this like this entire episode, like the uh, just like the joke of like flashing back to Gone with the Wind or whatever could totally be one episode of some show that was right. Like always Sunny could do this one hundred percent. Um I, I don't think I don't think that what they did in this episode in any way did they say, you know that bad shit about like slavery and like <laughs> like all that stuff? That's good. I don't think they ever did that ever. I think they either Josh, they but, made a joke mm. about it or like Anthony brought up the fact that it wasn't okay. But they by, were either joking.
0: But, but by sitting here and making it be and not talking about the reality of the situation and by glorifying it and making it this... uh amazing past that we could live in and it was great and we're gonna fantasize about it that's there's saying it's okay
2: there's something specific about gone with the wind and it's not just like this was a time when they had slavery it's that gone with the wind was kind of revisionist history about how great the south was and it was kind of used as like confederate like post-confederate propaganda of like weren't times great when we had slaves and like the south was in the right though right and that's kind of like the history of gone with the wind not ever seeing Gone with the Wind. (laughs) Yeah. You know.
0: You saw enough of it tonight. You're good. I'm not going to
1: watch Gone with the Wind. But, like, I mean, me watching it never never was like, oh, they're glorifying this. I don't know. I just thought they were making fun of it and then also somebody said, like, this is pretty shitty, right? Like, that's what I got out of it. Yeah. But,
0: uh, yeah, it was... But for me, it's like, oh, you know this is shitty, but you're going to keep doing it. Cool. I don't know. But... it also felt like, could they not have done any other ending episode? Like, who was like, great idea. They're going to not have money.
1: Well, they didn't have an ending episode. This was just an episode of TV. Like, this is all, well, but end. it was
0: like, the, they needed design somewhere. So we're going to like, make it so that someone's going to put an elevator in where a staircase is. Uh-huh. Oh, and it's going to be gone with the, like,
2: Well, like, weak. the thing is, I think about it, like, the things that you said you liked about the first episode where it's like, uh, women sticking up to men and, like, women in the workplace and, like, women speaking their mind. Did you get any of that in this last episode? No. No. It no. was about, um, you know, dreaming about, like, this spectacular old southern house, and it was about not wanting to lose their company.
0: And they were saved because the man was dumb and gave them the information.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: And the, the rich man was buying the company from them for his, like young bride. Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: besides Anthony, every man in this episode was dumb. (laughs) Sure. Like it was just like a, but they had more power
0: than the women.
1: It was, well, I mean, so
0: it's like the opposite of what the show's about. And then that's their finale. Oh, I mean, can we go back in time and redo this episode? Linda.
1: That's what Linda Bloodwrath wanted. Bloodworth.
0: I don't know. Did she actually write this one?
2: I don't know. I I saw her name in the credits. I was like, dope. (laughs) <laughs> mm. i don't know i just feel like i'm i'm not the the audience for a 1993 sitcom that um <laughs> is just yeah is about interior design and gone with the wind <laughs> you didn't even know interior, interior
0: designers were a thing until no. tonight like i'm <laughs> kind just of feeling... definitely not the
2: uh, audience for interior design
0: <laughs> yeah he
1: hates designing the interior He he
0: doesn't he. It's not that Joe hates designing the interior. He just doesn't think about it. So it's like Joe, what do you think about these ideas? And he's like, whatever.
2: It it made me wish, or like watching this beginning and end made me feel like, like it made me long for the Mary Tyler Moore Show or Golden Girls. Or... I thought about
1: Golden Girls <laughs> in like the first episode. Yeah. How I was like, oh, this is like a bunch of ladies like being powerful and being hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And then the last episode, did, I didn't think about the Golden Girls at all during mm. this last episode. Mm. It was a poor episode. I don't think it reflected the show well. Yeah. Hopefully that wasn't like a continuing thing in the end seasons of the show. Well, you know, hopefully it didn't like go downhill and maybe they just misstepped hard. In
0: here, here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to do something for you guys. I'm going to find out if they have some Thanksgiving episodes. You're going to
1: men in black us and get, a, get <laughs> and make us forget this?
0: Well, I wish I could do that. i pull that thing out of my pocket and press the button and flash the light. Boing. But, yeah, I couldn't think of the sound effect. Um, I don't know but I'm going to find out if there's some Thanksgiving episodes. I'm going to make Joe sit down and watch. I'm going to teach him about interior design. And uh, we'll see if the show's actually got some moments in it. Much what what you're going
1: to do for us collectively is for make me. Joe watch TV. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever he made me watch titanic like in parts and then oh it's a lot a lot of titanic like, we haven't finished
2: it yet are you in the, are you in the titanic joe uh, titanic is james cameron's best movie but i mean <laughs> you didn't answer the question oh yeah i love titanic it's great he's
0: right. apparently watched it a lot every time he fell asleep he'd wake up and be like oh did this happen yet or he would do <laughs> like oh you you know what he's going to do with that kid, right? And I'd be like, no, man. And um, then he's like, oh, just watch Joe, like, the whole movie.
1: Joe, if you're going to make someone watch a movie that you quote unquote love, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to go to sleep while you're making them watch <laughs> it with asleep.
2: you. I fall asleep. I fall asleep. The minute you fall asleep, Claire is allowed to hit stop. That old lady started talking and I was like, <sighs> <laughs> must love it a lot. True story. And I got my dad um, Netflix, like a couple days later, he sent me a text and he was like, I thought this thing had a lot of like good movies and stuff. Where's all the good movies like Titanic?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: okay. He needs to get Google whatever. No, uh, Disney whatever. Disney Prime. Disney
2: Prime? <laughs> Disney Prime? <laughs>
0: whatever it's called.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Dis- oh God, Disney Prime. If Disney merged with Amazon.
0: It probably will.
2: The Amazon pr- Plus. <laughs> 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 something like that
1: um, all right well, well hey well, you, oh, yeah. you guys know what we think about the show let's go to predictions yes <laughs> um, mine were May, uh Mary Joe and Ted are remarried that uh, inconclusive yeah um, some ladies own a different business/ slash they expanded um, it sounds like those ladies were losing their business and it was they, they were oh. uh, bad at it um, I said Anthony is going on a trip Anthony is Is going on some sort of terrifying, like, white (laughs) privilege gone with the wind (laughs) horror trip. If that counts, um, and Julia sings, I thought she was going to. Oh, I so thought she was going to. to. Um, but I'm gonna give myself a
2: big old zero, like this show.
0: (laughs) Maybe this was Dixie Carter's like thing that she wanted.
2: Oh, she's like, We need to do a big Gone with the Wind episode. Yeah,
0: oh, maybe I'm gonna do some Googling.
2: All right. Um, I had Julia Sings. She did not. Um, there's a dope vest. Yes. one of the present day scenes. I don't know the guy's name still. C- Cl- Craig. 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 Clifford? Yeah. Craig. Craig. Very handsome Craig was wearing a very handsome vest. Yeah, Craig. Um, so that's a point. Um, Clinton reference, there was not. And a trip to space, I didn't see it. Mm-mm. I wish I would have shot this episode in the space. <laughs> uh,
0: they didn't say bitch. Uh, Dixie julia is not moving to california they were not throwing a party at the house and we went back and looked for the wicker chair but it no longer is included in their interior design so zero points for me
2: wicker chairs are out in 1993 well i'm gonna
1: rate this show out of 10 about with how many points we got collectively uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what one? one out of ten <laughs> I, I do declare. It got, it got oh, one point. <laughs> it got one point for each good episode I watched. Oh, and I watched three.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, there's got to be a gem in this. I feel
1: like if you started from ep- season one, it's probably good. Because if it continued on what it felt like in the first episode, it was probably a good show for a while. It, at some point, looking at this last episode, it fell off the horse. And got kicked by the horse. (laughs) They moved it to
0: the Friday Night Death Slot or whatever they called
1: that. That shouldn't make the writing worse.
0: Well, you know,
1: unless they also fired all of the writers. They also
0: just like let people do whatever they wanted.
1: Julia Bloodrath or whatever her name is, Linda, just said, "I don't care. Do a Gone with the Wind episode. I'm going (laughs) on vacation." (laughs) This is
0: how we're ending. Uh, Everybody's going to wear dresses.
1: Well, if you guys want to hear some more hard-hitting reviews like this one today, (laughs) you can keep listening to First and Last. Um, Hit us up at F&L Podcast on the Gmail, on the Twitter. Tell us what you want to see us watch in the future. Uh, Give Joe a compliment. Subscribe to the Spaghetti Pal by just uh, giving Jimmy a nice compliment. (laughs) Really um and that's really all we got we'll see you next week on another first and last thank you for listening and uh goodbye i was gonna try to say like a southern thing but (laughs) i i don't know any southern thing howdy (laughs) y'all
2: goodbye listeners and something something chick-fil-a